Welcome to Domelinson. This is your host, Richard. Joining me today is my co-host, Matt. Hey, everybody. And my co-host, John. What's going on, people? We are a podcast for all things nerd, and today we're bringing you news on Falcon and the Winter Soldier and some other shit. All right, so there's probably not going to be any spoilers in this episode because uh, this is just a preview, a little backstory on no it. No way. So we'll get, we'll get back to you after these messages. Let's break this down real quick. We got Sam Wilson, a.k.a. the Falcon. He debuted in Captain America. He was in Captain America number 117 back in 1969 as the Falcon. And he became Captain America in Captain America number one, 2014. Mm. He was portrayed by Anthony Mackie, you know, Clarence, whose parents have a real good marriage. Um. He showed up in Captain America, the Winter Soldier, as Sam Wilson. As as Falcon, he's got the ability to fly with his little wing harness, and he's got, got a telepathic link with the bird Red Wing, which the movie's changed into a drone. I didn't like that. I really would have been – I think it would have been cool to see this dude rocking a, a, a hawk or a falcon with him wherever he went, but – is what it is. You got to make it modern. I get it. Um, he can, in the comic books, he can expand that link through Red Wing, and he can see through the eyes of any bird around. Um, he's an expert at hand-to-hand combat. He's a military brat, so he's got, you know, training on guns and knives and hand-to-hand. Um, he's shown up in quite a few uh, small roles in Avengers movies. Uh, he fought Ant Man. That was a, that was an awesome fight. Uh, what else has he done? Let's see. He shows up. Of course, he does the big old on your left and end game, calling back to when him and Cap are doing their little running. Uh, y'all got anything else on Sam Wilson? He was the first black superhero for Marvel. Mm-hmm. First African-American. First African-American, yeah. Because I'm pretty sure Black Panther came before him. Hmm. Could be wrong. I think Black Panther came first. But he's been around. He's been around for like 50 years. So, everybody, a lot of people, when, when Falcon popped up in... Winter Soldier, and of course, when he showed up in Age of Ultron and Civil War, that's when people really got to know who he was. Winter Soldier wasn't that big of a movie for everybody. It's kind of like Thor 2 and Iron Man 2. They kind of... Marvel movies kind of got a problem with their second movie. But I think they figured that out with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I was talking to... um, about how Marvel has problems with their second movies. It took them a while to figure out that sequel. You know, once once Guardians of the Galaxy 2 dropped, that was kind of the first one that whoa. had the good whoa, whoa, feel whoa, to whoa, a sequel. Whoa, 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 Hold, pump, pump breaks. Stop, right? Captain America Winter Soldier is one of my favorite movies because it's just Captain America being a badass. No super extravagant powers. Just some super classic super strength, super speed. 
and espionage, man. I like the Winter Soldier. I'm just saying, like that was a really most good number two. Didn't. Most people didn't like the Winter Soldier. Well, most people are retarded. Can't say that. Most people are dim-witted. There we go. Because oh my God. It was a hardcore, like, espionage, like, almost classic 007. With, with like yeah, a... I, I, don't get me wrong. I love the Winter Soldier movie. I love it. Fucking one of my favorite characters that Marvel has. But that was in the time when Iron Man 2 and Thor 2. They didn't really do the sequels very good, man. You gotta admit that. Thor 2 was really not that bad. I actually thought it was a decent movie. I actually didn't like Thor 1. Iron Man 2, yeah. War Machine We're gonna War box. Machine made it work enough. We're gonna box. We're gonna box. Why? Alright, so y'all got anything else on Falcon? Oh, no. No? All right. Well, let's move on to old, good old James Buchanan Barnes. He started off in Captain America Comics number one in 1941. And he became a sidekick to Captain America, wore the blue suit with the red boots. And he looked like a sidekick. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then eventually, so he, how that came to be is he walked in on Steve Rogers changing and convinced him to let him fight well, with him. You know, he grew up on military. Hold bases. on, he saw America's ass and that's how he got promoted? Basically. That's, that's ridiculous. That, that's, oh my God, that's, oh. <laughs> I mean, so, well, him and Steve were friends, obviously. <laughs> And he walked in and saw him changing into the Captain America suit. And that's when he became... That's when he was like, bro, you gotta let me join up with you, man. We can go fight these people together, man. Come on with it. <laughs> and so, that's when he became Bucky. He became a little sidekick. And then, we all know what happened through the through that era. They started fighting Nazis and punching Hitler in the face, which is always a great scene. And... <laughs> They they were in the explosion and then Cap's body of course was frozen. Yep. Bucky was picked up because yep. of the, how cold the waters were. He was picked up by uh, what's his name, General? I want General Kaplov. I think it was Karpov. General Kaplov. Karpov. Karpov. Uh, missing his left arm, of course, and. The Soviets trained him to be a master assassin, and he would go out and he would take people down. And then, when he was uh, when he wasn't doing a mission, he would be put back into cryostasis, and that's why Bucky didn't age much more than what he was when the plane exploded. Um, he helped Wolverine escape the Weapon X lab, and then he turned around and killed Wolverine's old lady. And almost killed their unborn child. Winter Soldier's kind of a dick. He was really a villain. Yeah, up until up until uh, right around Civil War, he started teaming up with Captain America and Nick Fury. He felt real bad about the things he had done. 
And after Cap was assassinated in Civil War, he thought Tony was behind it. He was going to go fuck Tony up. And he, uh, afterwards, Tony finds a letter from Captain America saying, hey, you need to keep the, the mantle of Captain America alive. And Tony actually supports Bucky becoming Captain America, even though it goes against everything Tony had with the initiative and the registration act. So Bucky ended up being Captain America for a little bit, and then he went back to being the Winter Soldier. Uh, some things that Bucky has is he's a master uh, martial artist in hand-to-hand combat. He's a skilled assassin. He can use multiple weapons, knives, guns, anything he can get his hands on. He is trained to kill. Uh, this is some stuff that I learned during the research. I didn't realize that his arm could do all this. Of course, we know it gives him the super strength, but I didn't know that the dude could shoot EMPs with it. He can use it as a hologram projector. Um, he's He can use energy projectiles. He, he can do all kinds of stuff with it. That, that arm is, is pretty awesome. Is that all new? He's always been able to do that. Huh? Is that newer stuff? Or has he always been able to do that? Uh, that I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I know I know the, he became the Winter Soldier in Captain America number one in 2005. I think. 2005, I might be wrong on that, off by a year or two. Um, and then, of course, he became Captain America during Civil War in 2008. Uh, that was in Captain America 34. So, in the MCU... He... Do what? When you were talking about his arm, I just kept imagining like a toy commercial. It shoots lasers, it does this, it does that. All for nine ninety five. Because, I mean, damn, like, what can his arm not do? Just about everything. And I'm pretty sure he's got a kung fu grip. Um, You know he's got a kung fu grip. I mean, if he has super strength with his arm, I would assume kung fu grip would come along with it. (laughs) Uh, Of course, he's played by Sebastian Stan slash Mark Hamill's clone (laughs) in Captain America, the first Avenger. That came out in, what, 2011? And he's been Bucky ever since. Oh, yeah. Y'all got anything else about that? About Mr. Buchanan, James Buchanan Barnes? Um, he was my favorite villain growing up as a child. He's what got me back into comics. Um, he's got some very good character development throughout the years. Yep. He was, I always found him really interesting. Plus, you know, the cool ass metal arm. I'm I'm shocked to hear that he caught Captain in the nude and was like, "Yo, let's do this thing." Well, and then they became partners. They were already friends prior to that. I know, but like, come on! Like, he joined Captain hey, America. Let's be real, though. We had the exact opposite thing happen in Spider-Man: Homecoming. Ned realizes that Peter's Spider-Man because he drops from the ceiling and takes his mask off. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of just like the 
the reverse of what happened with Bucky and Cap. Fair enough. Which, of course, they are all from New York. They're all from the same area. Sam's from Harlem. You know, you got Spider-Man. Where's Spider-Man from? Queens? Queens. Yeah, he's Queens. And Cap is Brooklyn. We'll stand... With the Dodgers. Stan did that on purpose. He oh, he wanted to do team-ups with his character. That was his biggest thing. Just like he likes naming characters with the same letter of the first and last name. A lot of comics did that. That's called alliteration. Yeah, a lot of them did. I'm learning. Thank you for joining Dolan's Den and your literacy lesson of the day. The more you know, star just flies. <laughs> um, so Falcon and Winter Soldier drops Friday. What are you guys expecting out of that show? <clears throat> All right, so take how good the Winter Soldier was and multiply that by a what is it, five or six episodes? It's going to be six episodes. So, yeah. so take the Winter Soldier six times over again, one after another. You just get the Winter Soldier over and over. You get espionage. You get the badass fights. You get the comedy that came with it between them two. And, I mean, we already see that they have great chemistry on screen and uh, Infinity War. Yeah, that was, that was something we learned here recently that Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie they did that last scene with Cap in Endgame. That was all them. They were like, hey, this is how, instead of both of, both of them approaching Cap, Sam was the one who was approaching him. They came up with that on their own. And I think that shows how ingrained they are with their characters to know how they're going, how they're, they would react in that situation. Damn. Awesome. You know, when they, you really they, Sam, they did all that? Yeah. Yeah, they... There's a lot of stuff, man. They go in-depth on it. They did some interviews recently. I'm expecting this to be like a buddy cop kind of show, kind of lethal weapony. And I'm okay with that. I think it'll have the humor, but it'll have the action. The action that everybody bitched about not being in WandaVision. So we're also going to get a lot of moments in the show about uh, Bucky dealing with the brainwashing and the actual and, and and it's going to explore their family lives, you know, like with um, I'm sure Sam's nephew's going to show up, who was the first comic book character who was HIV positive, and uh, I can't remember if it's his sister or his granddaughter or something like that, but uh, there's going to be a Becky Barnes that's supposed to show up in this. And, of course, we know who our big bads are. We know we got U.S. agent. Of course, Baron Zemo with his uh, bad Albert beanie pulled over his face. Looking like he's about to knock over a 7-Eleven. <laughs> yes, but the picture show U.S. agent with the shield. Yeah, and so that's what I'm thinking. We know this take, this is supposed to be six months post-split. So we know... This is after WandaVision, a little bit before Far From Home. 
So I think we're going to see some exploration with some of the things that go on in between there. And that's, I like how they're filling that void. You know, Far From Home came out and we're looking like a year later, at least eight, nine months later. Yeah. You know, school's back in session. They're at an end of the year trip. So, I mean, we'll see how it goes. I think it's going to be very clever, have the action that we want. And it's going to have some moments that are just going to tug on those heartstrings, man. You know, Marvel's got a way of doing that. I just want to see Falcon throw the shield. I want him to throw the shield. And well, I, I think we, I think we see that in the trailer. Yes, already. you do. But it, Falcon throws it, and Bucky catches it. I just want to see it, though. I want to see like the whole action. Like I'm super psyched to see the action, just like Richard said. Like it's Winter Soldier. Just over and over and over again. Like I'm like I would be super happy to, with that. Like I just finished WandaVision. I know there wasn't a lot of action, but at the end there was plenty of action. I crap mm-hmm. out of it. Yeah, and people at the beginning of WandaVision, oh my goodness, it was so weird. I'm not watching this show. It sucks. There's no fighting. This is a sitcom. I don't want to watch Dick Van Dyke. Just like Shut the fuck up and watch the show. People don't want to get build up. They just want to get instant gratification. Yeah, and exactly. that's not what WandaVision was at all. Not at all. But at the end, when you saw the suitcase full of the blue DVDs, I was like... It all made sense. It all tied together. I called that, by the way. I was right about that. It was pretty obvious what they, what each episode was referencing. No, no, I called, I called the reason that she was using the sitcoms, man. I said, uh, you know, that her family probably watched these to help her learn English, and then she used them. She was watching them while she was on the run with Vision. <coughs> Excuse me. So that's what I'm. I, I, I'm kind of wanting the same ending that we had with WandaVision. I want that to continue into Falcon and Winter Soldier. I want the the pacing, the action. I want it all to be there. Boom. Because that last episode was a banger. True. And I'm expecting this one to start off the same way. Hmm. This one, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. Because I know one of the trailers showed that they were in therapy. <laughs> if this is all just a retelling of past events for them. Yeah, I could see that. By the way, we should expect every episode to begin with them at a therapy session just going over what happened. Which, I mean, that would be... Almost like couples counseling. Yes, <laughs> that, that, would be, that would be hilarious. Oh my goodness, I would fall over and die. That would be hilarious. Ow. So, or they're kind of sitting on opposite ends of the couch and their body language is kind of turned away from each other. That'd be great. And then as they progressively tell stories, it's they become closer and they realize that there's more of a bond between them than oh what they God. thought. Goodness that would be awesome. Comedy. Go right for- I'm telling I'm expect- that's what I'm expecting right out fun. of this. Yeah, and uh, I mean, the whole thing of of the of Wandavision and the Witcher Soldier is it's they're both about the underlying theme of them all is about trauma, 
that the characters went through. So it makes sense for them to be in therapy for it. They, they, I mean, they went through some shit. My bro Falcon didn't do nothing. Yeah, he blipped. Yep. Yeah, he blipped. His best friend came back as a 90-year-old man. But you got to be happy for Kathy because he lived his life. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, man, there's still some trauma there. And now he can have Bucky as a best friend. Or, you know, go back to being a normal person. Yeah, put the put the jetpack away. You know, no. Yeah, you know, I'm just I'm just saying. Like personally, after Rhodey, after Rhodey, like had to after Civil War, and he got screwed up so bad, he had to do rehabilitation and get those robot leg parts on him. Like shit, I would be afraid to fly. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, um. On other Marvel news, Gwyneth Paltrow no longer wants to be in the MCU unless it's for like a day, two days tops of shooting. So we're not going to have Gwyneth Good. Paltrow be rescued. Oh, well, I, anyway. I kind of figured. Which I, I'm not upset about. Oh, to be honest, this, like, what the hell is she doing? Like she's, paid for a- she's a weird person. I, I don't. I mean, she's she's a really weird person. Very weird. So I mean, it's I'm fine with this. So we don't. I mean, I know there was talks of like a female Avengers movie, but we won't have Gwyneth Paltrow's rescue in it. Oh no, my heart. Oh no. I th- I think we'll see that with Ironheart. Yeah more than we'll see a rescue type thing. Rescue had no offensive weapons anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I said, I, it's that's I don't even know if there's still talks about that movie coming out. I haven't heard anything about it in over two years. I I don't want to be that guy and I'm not sexist, but when they did that they shoehorned that in to Endgame Oh my god, I was just kind of like, really, guys? This on the nose? We're, we're... I thought it was. I thought it was pretty neat. I mean, it's. It would be interesting to have a all female Avengers movie, but I, I said I haven't seen talks of it in a long time. I just felt like it was shoehorned in. I didn't feel like it was natural or anything like that. I. Uh, it definitely wasn't. Natural. It was forced, and that's why. But about it. I don't hate the concept. I don't hate female Avengers or female Avengers teaming up because, like in the boys, at the end of that season two, where all the girls just beat the crap out of that uh, bad guy, I was like, "This, this is natural. This is like, this is what should happen." Because they all. That's they how it's all supposed to be. just started beating her up, and they just teamed up, and they like there was no, like re- there was no reason why they didn't want to beat the crap out of that lady. But I got some news because I'm a Pokemon nerd. What's up, Pokemon Snap's coming out on the thirty first. 
I'm seven. Oh, Matt, it's on the 30th. There's the 31st of April. On the 30th. (laughs) That's what editing's for, people. Yay. Yeah, we don't edit anything like that anymore. We leave our mistakes in. Well, son of a gun. We we own that we shit. We go for we're doing a more raw uh, raw show now. We really owe it to our whole three listeners to be raw. Let them know the real us. Hey man, France loves us. So I know. So far, we talked about France um, every episode. So I love France. All right. Oh. Hey, speaking of the whole therapy thing I was talking about, uh, CBR.com has an article about it, and the picture is uh, <clears throat> Sam and Bucky sitting across from each other, like knees touching, and it's just, it really makes me think that it's going to be a show starting with therapy every session. I'll take a picture of it for you guys. Uh, that would be super funny. <laughs> I agree with John. Like, it would be a really good way to just break the ice and start the show and get people interested automatically. I told you. I should write for Fox. I mean, it's okay. You can join Fox. Oh, look at him bonding. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I, I think that's about all I got for tonight. You guys got anything else? Let's... Um, let me go through. Oh, John, the new Mortal Kombat. Fuck. What can you tell us about that? The new fuck? What new fuck? The new Mortal Kombat trailer. Yeah, so basically we got a little more insight on... Uh, some of the fatalities, some of the people we do have Cabal confirmed now as he was on the poster and he had more screen time in this new uh, TV section. They've, they they kind of showed a little more of Goro and I'd say, well, they got Goro right. Uh, Kano looks like so you see the Earth Realm warriors walking and at first Kano's with them and then it shows them walking through the desert and Kano's no longer there. So I think we're, we're going to see Kano's turn uh, like I said, there's a whole lot they got going on with it. The only thing that concerns me about this movie is the Warner Brothers aspect. Yeah, but still, I think with Ed Boon there, it helps. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, hopefully. I'll be very, very I'm disappointed sorry, if it messes up. Like it. I would like it regardless. I mean, Portal. he ripped Jackson's arms off, and it's my boys up zero. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of. I'm kind of starting to feel like we might see Noob Cyborg show show up in this towards the end, maybe a post credit scene, maybe a Noob versus Johnny cool. post credit scene. Uh, um, that would be that would be something that would set up your sequel, and guarantee somebody's going to come watch that. I think. I think this is going to be the biggest thing Mortal Kombat's done, and I think that they've done it right. 
we'll just, like I said, we have to see how the studio handles things. I am hoping that Warner Bros. took a more of a hands-off approach with this movie. Um, I mean, we, we know you and me both. they have no issues with gore in their movies, so we know the movie will definitely be gory. That's not going to be a problem. It's more of an issue of uh, are they going to try to rush this new storyline they're telling? That's a good point. Yep, that's my only concern. I also wanted to play the Mortal Kombat song. If they play it, like, even just, like, the electronics part, like, on a radio, some part of the movie, my fanboy nostalgia filled. As a ringtone. Because that song, it just gets you amped. It does, and it's been doing that for years. I'm, I mean, I'm super stoked about this movie. Don't get me wrong; I just have my reservations because of Warner Brothers. That's the only you know, thing. This is like probably one of the first movies um, I watched the trailer and was just genuinely impressed. And I haven't been like, you know, like when you see a, a like a trailer and you're like, like how you said you already have reservations. You're just like, well, this could go wrong and this could go wrong. I'm actually just like. I'm ready for this damn movie. Like Godzilla King Kong. I'm ready for that one as well. And we'll be going yes. into that one sometime next week. Getting our review ready for it. Yes, I know Rich is looking forward to that. Right, um, um, so this one will drop Wednesday. And then we will have our Superman and Lois show Friday and Monday we will have reactions for both the Snyder Cut and Falcon Winter Soldier episode one. I might got a lot on our plate. two episodes Monday to split them up because the Justice League one is going to be so long. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have to take some time out you and talk about that. Listen, I didn't like the first Justice League, but I'm willing to watch it to get to like broaden my perspectives and hopefully Snyder was like this this needs to be good. Well Zack Snyder didn't watch the original and Joss Whedon cut like eighty five percent of his movie. So this is supposed to be his vision and from whatever everything I've seen it's it's a badass yeah. movie. I wish I was able to you know, see movies before everybody else did. Wink, wink. For real. Let me review it. Uh, I mean, wink, wink. If the movie comes <laughs> out at midnight, for people listening, that's going to be tonight. Yeah. I don't know when it's going to drop, um, but I know I'm ready for when it. When it drops, they're also having a 30-minute Thing like the making of the movie with an interview with uh, Zack Snyder in it, talking about what he did to fix everything and his actual vision for it. But I also read, I know we talked about the other day that uh, we wanted Zack Snyder to keep doing movies. Warner Bros. stated and Zack Snyder stated that he they are not working together anymore after this, and that's it is stupid. Don't forget to leave us a review, like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff.
This is Dovlin signing off. Have a good day. Stay safe.